Hey, come on in, come on in, and welcome to Entrepreneurs Can Party. Let me show you around. This is an entrepreneurship podcast for business owners, entrepreneurs, creatives, and those aspiring to be so. The aim is to introduce you to inspiring, like-minded people who are doing what they love every single day and having so much fun in the process. You see, business can and should be fun. I'm your host, Scott Stockdale, and it's my job to tease out their habits, routines, successes, failures, favorite resources, books, etc., etc. All that good stuff. Alrighty, make yourself at home, grab yourself a drink, and let's get this party started. Hey, hey, so welcome to episode 73 of Entrepreneurs Can Party. I'm your host, Scott, and today's episode is all about how to improve body confidence. And this is my new fitness and nutrition plan, which I'm going to share with you. I should add that I recorded this episode a few weeks ago, and of course, with lockdown 2.0, as it's been coined, it has had to change slightly. So my fitness routine is now taking place in my flat as opposed to actually going to a gym. And I have tweaked the nutrition plan ever so slightly to include a few more meals because I realized I wasn't getting enough calories to to actually bulk up and get the body that I'm I'm hoping for and trying to, to work towards. So with that being said, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Its aim is to give you a few ideas to, you know, improve your own body confidence if this is something like me you have struggled with uh, either recently or throughout the throughout the years. And I hope, yeah, with all my heart that you get something from this. Enjoy. So yes, today's episode is all about my workout routine, my nutrition routine, and my aims with it. Basically, I am wanting to bulk up. I've always been very tall, very thin, and I think by bulking up, I will be more confident. We see people on TV who are (laughs) very big, you know, the likes of uh, Hugh Jackman and John Cena and... Arnold Schwarzenegger, all these sorts of people, and just to put it out there, I don't want to get to that size, or at least that's definitely not the aim, but I would like to be more confident and more body confident, and I think bulking up and getting more strong is one way to do that. So I thought it would be nice to talk about my new routine, which started since I've moved a new flat, and tying in with that as well, the nutrition, which is if not more important, then certainly on a par with how important the workout is. All right, let's get into the weeds of it then. So what is my new workout and nutrition routine? Essentially, every weekday I'm waking up at 4.30 in the morning. Yes, 4.30, that is very early, I know, but I am having to go to sleep around half eight, nine-ish to make sure that I still get my eight hours. Now, I know that sounds very old manish, and there is one trick I have figured out, and that is if I set my alarm or set the, the sort of time on my phone to be half an hour forward, then in my head, it kind of feels like I'm going to bed an okay-ish sort of time. So for example, rather than having my phone display 8.30, if it is 8.30, it shows it's nine o'clock. And even though I know I've done that, in my head, it still feels like I'm going to bed at an okay sort of time, i.e. not too early. So that's what I do. Wake up at 4.30. Next to my bed, 
I've got a gallon of water, which I set the night before. I'll kind of talk a little bit more about hydration later in this episode. But I have a few swigs of that. Then I put on my gym gear, which is laid out the night before. Grab my keys, grab my car keys, leave the flat, get to my car, drive to the gym. The gym is only a couple of minutes away, which is really handy. And the gym itself, that's the chain, the gym, is where I go and it's open 24 hours. So I can go in there whenever I want. When I get there typically around quarter to five, five o'clock, it is dead. No one there. Maybe a couple of people and the cleaner. And that's really nice because I'm not the most confident person in the gym. You know, when people are there chucking weights about, it's quite intimidating. So I think it's quite nice to get there quite early. Just on that, what I have been doing as well to kind of build this habit of going to the gym ridiculously early is I have been, to begin with at least the first couple of weeks, I've only been using the treadmill and a tiny bit of weights. And the reason for that, I want to kind of just build that habit first and then get serious about the routines and the workouts further down the line. So I've been going to the gym, you know, getting there for about quarter to five, five o'clock, doing about 10 minutes on the treadmill just to kind of warm up, get my heart going, and then I'll leave it there, get back in my car, drive home. That was the first couple of weeks at least, and now I'm kind of touching on weights. And actually, at the time of this release of this episode, the way I do the podcast, which I've talked about before, I suspect I'll have actually dived into the routines properly using a book, which I'll talk about very shortly. So that's essentially it, at least for the exercise, and that's what I've been doing to begin with. The next stage in terms of those extra workouts, we'll be using a book by a company called Habit Nest. You can check them out. There'll be a link to them in the show notes. And more specifically, their weightlifting gym body journal. It is fantastic. And essentially what it does is it spells out all the workouts and routines you should be doing when you're in the gym. So you just take the journal, fill out the numbers, you know, how many reps you've done or how many sets you've done of each exercise, and that's it. And it does everything else for you, essentially. You know, it tells you what machine to go on. It tells you, is it a leg day? Is it an arm day? Is it a back day? And you're sorted. So very, very useful. And I'm looking forward to using this more in the coming weeks and months. I did say I'd come back to the hydration. So yeah, I do drink a gallon of water a day now, which is surprisingly difficult. That's essentially five bottles worth of water each day which isn't too bad actually I found that even before I started doing this seriously I was drinking around that anyway so that has been okay but that's what I do and I have a very uh, I was going to say very special it's not the right word it's not that special but just a gallon bottle which I bought from uh, my protein I'll put a link to them in the show notes a great company and yeah it's just a gallon it's literally a gallon bottle so you can pour the water in in the morning and that tells you, okay, you need to drink this water during the day. What I do separately is I have maybe three or four bottles which I uh, pour water into from this gallon water. So imagine I filled the gallon water at the tap in the kitchen, then I take it to my room, and then in the morning I'll pour, say, uh, some of that water in these various bottles, or at least a bottle's worth of water in each bottle. And then I satellite, sort of like a satellite, I spread these bottles around my flat. So that when I see them during the day, I can then just, you know, pick them up, chug a bit of water, and I'm counting towards that gallon of water a day. 
Now, in terms of the nutrition, this is where it gets interesting. A few tricks before I kind of dive into the bulk of what I eat during a day. I use clear weight isolate, again, by my protein. What is good about this is to get that extra protein in your body. I used to have those protein shakes. You know which ones I mean, I'm sure. Those kind of chocolatey, milkshakey things. And I found them horrible. Even the ones that were supposedly quite nice, I didn't like them. I think mainly because I'm not a big fan of milk, and if you have them with water, they just taste disgusting. But luckily, Clearway Isolate is different because it's essentially like a cordial. So you put in the scoop as normal, and then put the water in, shake it up. But instead of it being kind of like frothy consistency, it essentially dissolves in the water, so you don't really see it. It just has a nice flavour. The one I've got is like a peach flavour, and it is really, really good. So I definitely recommend, and if you want a discount, Obviously, you can't all get a discount, but if you want a discount and you get in early, um, I can provide a code to you because I work for THG, which is the company that owns my protein. So if you, just an offer out there. If you're wanting to uh, get some hand or get, I think it's like 20% off these uh, proteins, I don't get any you know, reward for it or anything like that, but just to throw the offer out there, if you're interested, then I can help you do that. So that's the isolate. A couple of other things I do. So I have a bag of nuts in my car, no euphemism intended, and uh, yeah, just normal mixed mixed nuts. Got like hazelnuts, um, walnuts, peanuts. That's essentially it, and some raisins. And uh, they sit in my car. So whenever I get out of the gym, get back in my car, I just have a few of those, probably a handful, and uh, drive back to the flat. What else? The other thing about the workouts doing them five days a week during the week and then weekends I'll have off for recovery so again the the book I suggested the weightlifting gym buddy journal kind of talks you through that a bit more the importance of recovery days on to the nutrition and this is where it's interesting so what I do is when I get back from the gym I've you know had a handful of nuts drive home get, have a shower and then go through the rest of my morning routine once I finish the rest of my morning routine, I'll then have a breakfast consisting of two eggs, fried, and toast, wholemeal toast, and maybe a bit of avocado if I'm feeling fancy. And that is essentially my breakfast. Have that, and then obviously if it's during the week, have uh, go to work. Around so that will be around half seven. When I start work, maybe a couple of hours later, I'll then typically have like a peanut butter sandwich. So just, just, you know, just a couple of slices of bread and then put the peanut butter in between. And I'll probably have some more nuts at that stage as well. So trying to get that protein in as well as having the clear weight isolate maybe an hour or so after that. So having that kind of second breakfast, if you like, or mini brunch around 9.30 and then the clear weight isolate drink probably about 10.30. Then around 1 p.m. I'll have my main lunch consisting of two bagels with cheese, butter, and some more nuts, <laughs> surprisingly. And then maybe a cereal bar as well, kind of a high-protein cereal bar. Nothing fancy though, you know, not spending like two quid per bar. It's kind of the stuff you get from the supermarket, quite inexpensive. Moving on to the final meal of the day for me. Well, actually, I say that, and then might have some more nuts during the day, just kind of getting those in. And yeah, the final meal around probably five, no, more six o'clock, 
would be kind of the main meal or main evening meal and I have two that I'm kind of using at the moment, two main meals, keeping it fairly simple because I don't want to have to worry too much about prepping meals. First is what I call creamy chicken. I say I call it, it's what the recipe is called in the book that I used. Incidentally, if you're looking for recipes and really easy to knock up recipes, a fantastic student cookbook that I used and actually I still use now, it's called Noshi's Cookbook. I'll provide a link to it in the show notes. I think it costs like five pounds and it's fantastic. Because what makes it so good is you don't need lots of fancy equipment to measure the stuff out. Just use a cup for measuring rice and then, you know, really simple recipes that don't need lots of fancy ingredients. So highly recommend noshes. So creamy chicken. What is it? It's essentially fried onions, fried chicken, mushrooms and some double cream uh, as as well as a chicken stock. So that all goes in, kind of simmers away for about 20 minutes then typically I'll have with that some tagliatelle and broccoli. And I might even put a bit of pepper, like a red pepper, in the in the creamy chicken sauce and dish itself. And that's one of the dishes. The other dish is fish cakes. So just bang them in the oven. Then I'll knock up like a tomato sauce, usually like Lloyd Grossman, and then put some mushrooms, onions again in that as well. So fairly simple. I've budgeted around... I believe 30 maybe 25 to 30 pounds a week for food which isn't too bad actually and that uh, I may have to up that amount as we as I try and eat get sort of consume even more protein the clear weight isolate on top of that cost me I believe 10 pounds usually 20 pounds but I get a 50% discount so that's kind of yeah in that ballpark figure of around 30 pounds to 35 pounds a month on food and supplements it's not too bad actually, at least I don't think so. So yeah, let's say roughly 100 to 120 pounds a month on food, including the gym, which is 20 pounds a month, coming to a total cost of around 140 to 150 pounds a month to kind of eat healthy, start going to the gym and hopefully start bulking up. And that is that, that is the routine. Pretty straightforward, I think. The challenge will come in the coming weeks when I kind of move on to the more advanced routines in the in the workout book. But for now, it's actually been manageable. Never really been a serious gym goer myself. Certainly never tried to eat as healthily as I am at the moment. And I found by having this fresh start in this new flat, essentially can do whatever I want. I can eat whatever I want, can eat whenever I want, which is probably the most important thing. It is definitely achievable so i want to throw it over to you are you looking to get fit for the rest of 2020 moving into 2021 if so i am willing to hold you accountable you can message me on instagram at entrepreneurs can party or linkedin scott stockdale or if you want to email me scott at entrepreneurs and if you're wanting like i say for me to hold you accountable i am more than happy to do that me and one of my friends, we do that every Monday, so I'm holding him accountable on his goals. He's holding me accountable on this gym stuff. Uh, another friend of mine, on Sundays, we have a weekly catch-up where he holds me accountable similarly for the gym stuff, and I hold him accountable for other things relating to business. And I found it is really, really motivating having that accountability buddy. 
So if it's not myself, you know, if, if you don't want to turn to, my, to myself to become an accountability buddy, then certainly seek out someone who is on the same sort of level as you or is working towards similar goals. And you'll probably find it is very useful. Speaking of useful, I hope you found this episode exactly that. If you have, then it would be great if you could leave a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts from. If not, thank you so much for listening. Really, as always, I really do appreciate it. And until next time, enjoy your Saturday if you're listening to it then. And I'll speak again very, very soon. Do take care. Hey, hey, so something I'm asked a lot, or have been asked a lot in recent weeks, is what did you do to rank number 10 in the Apple Podcast charts? And the truth is very long-winded, which is why I've decided to put together a free 7,000 plus words blog post, which breaks down step-by-step exactly what I've done. It gives you download numbers, marketing strategies, technical podcast details, and a ton of useful information. Now you don't need 20 email to access it or anything like that. I'm basically wanting to share my knowledge so that you can have a greater chance of a successful podcast launch and start your podcasting adventure on the right track. If you'd like to find out more details about this fantastic 7,000 word plus blog post, simply visit scottstockdale.co.uk forward slash rank to check it out. That's scottstockdale.co.uk forward slash rank.